Welcome to Practice Outside the Lines podcast. I'm your host, Heather McPherson, multi-passionate sexuality entrepreneur. Join me as we learn from the people who are working at the leading edge of sexuality. We'll listen in to how it all happened as they share all the secrets to mind-blowing success. On this episode of Practice Outside the Lines, we have the host of Practicing Polyamory podcast, James J. C.S. Welcome to the show, James. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, so I love the podcast. It sounds like you have about 20-something episodes in. Mm-hmm. You also have another podcast with your brother, which is more business-focused, which is really right. cool. So we want to hear all the good stuff, all of the secrets to how to start a podcast, how to be successful, um, and just you know what's like having a, a podcast about polyamory and, and kind of the people who are actually doing it. So let's start at the beginning, though. Um, how did you? kind of get into podcasting just with your brother because I think that podcast has been going on for quite some time right yeah we've been doing that podcast for almost three years now that one uh will hit our three-year anniversary in July uh and the funny story with that one going back several 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 years way back in 2005 I was doing a business with my brother at that time we were we were doing business together doing computer things I was the main computer guy And we had built this whole thing out and all of a sudden I got my heart broken by a girl and I decided, you know what, I'm out of here. I'm joining the Navy. So I basically ditched him and left him holding the bag on that business that he knew nothing about. (laughs) Oh no. And he winded up, uh, he wound up uh, filing bankruptcy and going through all kinds of things. Luckily, he didn't hate me for it for the rest of my (laughs) life. That's right. Good. So family's um, got to stick together, right? Family's got to <laughs> stick together. So almost eight years in the Navy, and then I come back, uh, and essentially, like, I have it in my mind that I kind of owe my big brother, right? Like, mm-hmm. all right, I messed up, you know, I got you. Like, anything we're gonna do, let like we're gonna get back in business together. Like, let's do this. So we started an insurance company together and he was in real estate and every coach, every influencer, everything that he was listening to was like, start a podcast, start a podcast, start a podcast, start a Mm. podcast. So he was like, all right, James, we're doing this. We're going to start a (laughs) podcast. I was like, okay, cool. He says, and we're going to do it every day. I said, we're going to do what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's intense. (laughs) He said, we're going to do it every day for at least three years. I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) you're crazy. But Here we are, we've been doing it for three years. It has become the single greatest networking tool that we have found ever. And it inspired me to start my own podcast. I started one podcast that was all about insurance. I got about 83 or 84 episodes in and I was like, that's it, I'm done. I don't wanna talk about insurance anymore. (laughs) But I still wanted to have my own podcast. So I was Mm -hmm. like, well, I, and polyamorous and let me just talk to a bunch of polyam people and see what comes out of that. Yeah, and, that's uh, cool. This podcast has been fun and inspiring and is growing <laughs> like really <laughs> fast. I'm like super excited about it. <laughs> it's that's been, so it's cool. been great. It's been great. So the podcast with your brother is a business podcast. What's the name of it? So our listeners can check it out. Business Bros. That's our little intro. (laughs) 
business bros. Okay. Business bros. It, the, the name was really simple. We were, uh, we had to fill out a form to start the podcast and it said, well, what's the name? And we sat there for about five seconds. I was like, well, we're in business and we're brothers. How about business bros? <laughs> nice. That was it. What what was the form? Is this like a kind of a, a class you went to, or what was the form? Oh no no, the form was for iTunes. Oh okay. Yeah, <laughs> so iTunes was like, asking. So you're like, I'm starting a podcast. I mean, you just kind of jumped right into it. Yeah. Sounds oh like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, th- that's always been our style. Even when we started yeah. uh, our insurance agency, you know, I went and I got licensed, and I had sold maybe five or ten policies about six months after getting licensed, and an opportunity came up for us to purchase an insurance agency, like buy an office and a book of mm-hmm. business and all this stuff. And uh, I had no idea really what I was doing in insurance. I had sold like a handful and we just dove in and, and did it and uh, built an agency from that. So very cool. And where, where are you located? San Diego, you, California. San Diego. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm here in Denver. It's beautiful. It just snows. San Diego super sunny and mm-hmm. <laughs> beautiful Oh yeah, it's a weather. beautiful day outside. Yeah. So insurance agency in, in San Diego. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you decided to start another podcast. It's called Practicing Polyamory. Mm -hmm. How it sounds like it's a little bit more fun. And you interview people who are practicing and professionals Mm -hmm. who Mm -hmm. work with polyamory and kind of the whole range. How did you decide to call it Practicing Polyamory and then who you're going to interview? Oh, that's 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 a great story. Thank you. I, I love this question. So I knew that it would be, I, I, I had learned that the best way to start a podcast or the best way to start generating a buzz for anything that I wanted to do was to get in the community and start talking to people about it. And mm. so, you know, I was in a bunch of different Facebook groups and I was like, I, I just, you know, put a post in a couple of different ones. And I was mm. like, hey, uh, if somebody was to start a podcast that was interviewing people people like you, right? People mm-hmm. in this group. And we were just talking to regular people. Is this something that you would A, be interested in, two, want to participate, uh, and three, what would you name it? So I put mm-hmm. those three questions. Nice. You did and, like a, um, a focus group right off the bat yeah. in the Facebook group. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And so I got like all ranges of of names. I could. I, I still have the document saved somewhere but it was like poly.am and you know somebody somebody actually gave me practicing polyamory and and you know just there was a whole bunch of different ones uh, and so like I put them all together and figured out like what people were voting for. And I, I did a second post and I did a poll. I was like, all right, so these are the names that, you know, more people have seemed to enjoy. Another one was like worldwide polyamory, global polyamory, whatever. Uh, so these are the ones that people seem to like, which one do you guys think is the best and Mm -hmm. practicing polyamory got the most votes. So nice. Simple. That was it. Yeah. (laughs) You just go to the audience and pull them. That's that's such a great idea. It's so simple and straightforward, but a lot of people, I think, uh, sometimes are too afraid to do that or maybe don't think of that. And so it's it's such a good way to, um, see what the need is and see also what people want to hear. Yep. Yep, I got I got such a wonderful response from that post that it was really inspiring. I was like, oh wow, like people actually do want this. Mm-hmm. So cool. I think I'm gonna have a good listenership. 
So how is this podcast different from the business podcast? Those are two totally different kind of ideas and podcasts, right? Totally different ideas, totally different podcasts. Uh, the, the, the format is very similar. Um, you know, we, we interview people, we just ask questions about, you know, whatever piques our interest, my brother and me. He is all about business. He loves business. He can talk business all day long. You know, if he was just running the podcast 24-7, like, you know, mm -hmm. he'd probably be happy as a clam. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I can talk business for a while, but <laughs> after a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but polyamory, it was, it was more authentic to me. It was more real to me. It was uh, something that, that I wanted to bring more light to also. And, you know, after, after, getting the response that I did, I just really thought that it was going to be uh, something that people wanted and needed. And so, mm -hmm. so when people were like, yeah, I'll, I'll be on the show, I'll be interviewed. That was it. That was, that was what it was. And it's all an interview-based podcast, whether it's polyam folks or people curious about polyamory, people who used to be polyamorous. Oh, that was fun. Oh, wow. That sounds really fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> it was my very first interview is the, it, huh. I like episode one was me being interviewed by my brother. Mm -hmm. Episode two was my, my first interview. And it was somebody who like was polyamorous and then they're not anymore. And I'm like, Oh shoot. Uh, stuck. Uh, where do I go from here? <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out. I, I, I saved it. <laughs> How did you save it? I'm so curious. Now. Oh, I, I don't know. I, 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 I we talked about like, like, uh, yeah, yeah. You'll have to go back to episode two and check it out. But it was just yeah. like, I, I literally, I said on the show, I was like, oh, oh, you used to be, oh, I don't know where to go from here. Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. well, let's talk about like the things that you learned and how it applies to your current yeah, relationships just now. Just like kind of a conversation. Yeah, or... yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that like, you know, obviously as a therapist that sees a lot of clients that are um, in polyamorous relationships, you know, sometimes I describe it as people kind of go through phases in their life. Not to say that it's just a phase, but just mm -hmm. in terms of like, you know, developmentally where they are, if they have kids or if they just got married or, you know, maybe someone in their family fell really ill. Uh, sometimes they can move in and out of having multiple partners because of these other emergency crisis things that are happening as well um, as maybe personal things that are happening. And so, yep. yeah, it's interesting, you know, person phrased as I used to be, because then it's kind of like, okay, I, I'm not anymore. I don't identify. <laughs> and so I pr yeah. probably, probably wasn't a good story. <laughs> <laughs> it turned out all right. It turned out all right. She was, yeah. she was a lot of fun. I ended up okay. uh, subscribing to her newsletter, her, her, her blog. That's what I meant to say. Nice. I ended up subscribing yeah. to her blog and she's, she's a really sweet lady. So, so in running this podcast, I mean, it sounds like you obviously outed yourself, right? You came out as polyamorous. Mm -hmm. How is that for you, for your business? Is that, that something that you have always kind of done or was it new because of this podcast? I had had a couple of coming out moments prior to. So uh, I came out, you know, first to like close family, like my close cousins that are around my age that, you know, I knew wouldn't judge me or anything. But the most important people that I wanted to come out to in person were my parents, right? I, I wanted sure. to make sure that I tell mom and dad, like, hey, this is my lifestyle. 
you're probably going to hear more about this. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't, I didn't have the podcast in mind at that time. That's what this was yeah. uh, October of 2019. Okay. Um, so I didn't have the podcast in mind at that time. Oh, and, and the podcast, by the way, started February last month. So yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. You, you already it's, have tons of episodes. It's amazing. <laughs> I do three a week. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> I'm not crazy like my brother. He does every day. I, I just do three a week. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, so so my parents were the most important. I wanted to make sure to tell them in person, face to face, not yeah. you know from a Facebook post. I didn't want them to right. find out from a Facebook post. But at some point down the line, I actually got interviewed by uh, another relationship therapist on her Instagram page, and so I shared that on my Facebook profile. Uh, and then you know, uh, I think it was before the podcast came out that I like did a post with both of my partners and that was the one that people were like oh wow like this is a thing (laughs) yeah (laughs) so yeah uh, but the podcast has been even more of an outing Uh, Mm -hmm. but for me what it's done more than anything else is it's given me the courage to speak about it more openly more publicly no matter what the relationship is that I might have with uh, with a person, whether it's in business or, you know, family things or whatever, like whoever it is, Hey, look, if you're, if you know me on Facebook and pretty much everybody does, like, you're going to see this. So if you're not seeing it, like that's, that's your fault. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Yeah. You're not looking. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm not hiding it from anybody at this point. Yeah. So, so how is it to have, you know, two podcasts, one is a little bit more outside the lines per se, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of our societal norms. And mm-hmm. then the business is obviously a very straightforward business um, podcast with two brothers. And so how, what are some of the differences you've noticed in these two different areas? <laughs> Lately, the, uh, how do I say, the, the best way that I can say it, I guess, is, is the politics um, sure. Yeah. So on With polyamory can be about sex and sex is politics. <laughs> right. Right. Sure. It, that and also uh, things like uh, how people identify. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. People are queer. And so we have to make sure that 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 we use the right pronouns, call them mm-hmm. they instead of she or mm-hmm. him or whatever. And, you know, in, in one episode, I had three queer individuals on the show and you know i referred to one of them as her and immediately like corrected myself and asked them i was like look i, I might make this mistake again if i do please correct me sure. you know and that's yeah you know this is a way that that i understand that i'm flawed i'm but by the same token i'm an ally i want to do things right yeah. by by you mm-hmm. uh whereas a couple of weeks ago or last week on on my brother's show he had somebody who is all about being a real man and you know <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> there's yeah, like like we have to break this stigma of toxic masculinity and i'm like what <laughs> yeah i mean i'm, I'm totally there for you bro <laughs> yeah t- I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm there for you bro like like I'm, I'm gonna do the the intros that i do i'm going to be your producer like you're my brother mm-hmm. like I owe you, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but like when I hear that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. it's like I, 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 I have taken such a completely different approach, you know, I've, I've mm-hmm. let go of so much of that toxic masculinity myself 
that I really held on to for a long time. Yeah. And, you know, I'm I'm a completely different person now. So to see it still, you know, pervasive in business, you know, I want to say most of the time people in business are conservative. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's a lot of those conservative ideals, I think, that uh, show up more in my brother's podcast as opposed to mine. It's sure. a whole lot more liberal, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I think those yeah. are some of the biggest differences. A little bit more progressive and you're challenging mm-hmm. the norms and yes. and having to do a little bit of psychoeducation, not only you know, with other people, but also with yourself. And I love the humility that you kind of brought to that in the sense of like, look, like I, I'm so sorry. I want to learn, like, please forgive me. You know, I, you know, I'll, 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 I might make this mistake again, but you know, I'm, I'll, I'll uh, definitely do my best and, and try to write it down and all that good stuff. Um, yep. yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it is, it's totally different worlds, right? It is, it is. And, and I have gotten better, you know, I, um, I have worked on taking out gender specific language yeah. in a lot of the things that I do. You know, I, I say ladies and gentle thems a lot more <laughs> now as cool, opposed yeah. to ladies and gentlemen, right? Like that's right. that's always been in my head. Uh, and even on my brother's show, you know, mm. there's there's still a, a spiel that I do that, you know, says, all right, now, and I say, I used to say, all right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Business Bros Podcast or whatever, something like that. Yeah. But now it's like, all right, everybody, now now let's get into the show or something. You know, I yeah. just, I change yeah, the ladies and gentlemen to, yeah. exactly, mm-hmm. because I, I want to be more inclusive. Yeah, no, I love that. I think that's wonderful. And if we can bring this to more you know, different areas of, um, in different fields, <laughs> I think the world would be a better place. So that's awesome. Um, I agree. So in terms of starting a podcast, starting this podcast, starting, you know, the last podcast with your brother, what are some of the most important things that are more, most important tips you can offer listeners who want to do the same thing? Uh, when it comes to starting a podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think probably one of the biggest things is, pick a topic that you are passionate about. Mm -hmm. I did 84 episodes of the insurance pro show and I was not passionate about insurance. And I, I am pretty good with people in general. So I can have a conversation and, and keep a flow going. And especially it's only a 30 minute show. So, you know, here we are, you and I, we're at almost 25 minutes already. So like the time passes quickly mm-hmm. and I can, I can make that work, but mm-hmm. I'm not passionate about it. And I didn't really bring my full energy, my full self into it. Now that I've picked a topic that I am passionate about, it's a completely different story. Uh, not only am I looking forward to every interview every day, but like I want to do more to grow the audience. I want to do more to learn about the audience. I, you know, try and pl- put myself in front of more people. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just a lot more passionate about it and, and it really shows. So tip number one, pick something that you're passionate about. Perfect. Tip number two, go to that community and start generating a buzz. When I went to the community and started asking all those questions and figuring things out, like all of the feedback that I got helped me to actually come up with the name of the show. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when I went back to that community and I said, hey, uh, I'm launching the podcast. I'm ready to go. Do you want to be a guest? I had, you know, 30 people sign up to be a guest on the show. 
like that. Yeah, they already recognized you. They already knew who I was. Mm -hmm. So, so that would be probably my top two tips is pick something that you're passionate about and go to that community and start talking to them, get in the Facebook groups, engage with the audience, leave comments, ask questions, do all these things to, to get that recognition before you even launch. I love that. It's so it's such important advice because it's kind of like you have to think about who is your audience going to be, right? Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. want to just be speaking into the air just because you like to hear yourself speak. You know, you want people <laughs> to actually listen. <laughs> no lie, the Business Bros Pod started that way, um, but we joke about that all the time when oh. we started. <laughs> I swear mom, I didn't know mom that. Mom <laughs> was listening. Mom was paying attention because mom Aww. always supports. Aww, but uh, it took a while before we actually got this, it. Does your mom support this podcast? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, mom is not quite on board with uh, polyamory. She's not there yet. She's not she's, there she's yet. I, I hope so. Mom <laughs> Mom is is a very loving, generous person. When I when I came out to mom, uh, we, were, we were driving somewhere. And, you know, I told them early, you know, in, in that in that drive, it wasn't a very long drive. It was like a 30 minute drive. Uh, but I told them early on and she didn't say a word, not one word until we got to where we were going, uh, at which point, you know, we got out of the car and she gave me a big hug and she said, I love you. You know, I don't get this, but I love you and I'm not going to stop loving you. And, you know, Aww, yeah, so that's the you know best you can hope for maybe in that moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that because there are so many people out there who don't even get that, you know, there's so many people out there who just get the outright rejection from their parents. And, you know, I, I, I can't imagine that would suck. Today's episode is brought to you by practice outside the lines. Have you heard of our podcast community? It's called sex casters. And it's a platform for sexual health providers that want to launch or grow a podcast. Sexcasters is a badass community for all sexual health professionals. So whether you're dipping your toes in or you already have hundreds of episodes, Sexcasters is for you. Join our waitlist now at practiceoutsidethelines.com. So in terms of this podcast, Practicing Polyamory, and maybe even the previous, po- the other podcast, not even previous because you still have that going on, but the other podcast you have with your brother, mm-hmm. what are the top kind of tech recommendations you would um, have? So when it comes to tech, it depends on how much, um, okay, so, all right, I got this this fancy microphone here, right? And, mm-hmm. I, and in front of me, I have this red box that the microphone is plugged into and it goes to a usb into into my computer so the microphone is a rockville microphone i don't know it's like a 60 dollars microphone the red box is from focus right uh and it's just a little you know converter so that i can plug my microphone into it and my headphones and it goes to the computer now all of that stuff is cool and great and it mm-hmm. looks nice but, you know, Anchor and a lot of other podcasting platforms make it so easy that as long as you've got your phone, yeah, you can start a podcast. You like anything. you don't need yeah. all of this fancy mm-hmm. stuff, right? But the technology that we're using right now for our podcast, our podcast is also a video podcast. Mm. And we love StreamYard. StreamYard is the, the platform that we're using it broadcasts live to Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And we have figured out uh, how to how to mess with it so that we have movie clips in our 
in our repertoire. So wow. basically, you know, somebody will say something and, uh, you know, we'll have Jack Nicholson going, you can't handle the truth, <laughs> you know, like jumping out at, at, yeah, uh, yeah. at, at the audience. And it, it, it kind of creates that break and, you know, we come back and we laugh at it and like, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's what I'm talking about. And, you know, <laughs> it, 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 it's a lot of fun. StreamYard is, is a great, um, great tool. Uh, and then the other part that I, I'm learning, my brother has got this figured out. He he has spent a lot of time because he's loved what he's been doing as far as podcasting goes. Uh, but the other part of it is content creation. Mm -hmm. So a podcast is great. It's wonderful. It, it can do a lot of things. Like I said, it's a great uh, networking tool. And I can talk more about that later if you'd like. But to grow an audience and to get people engaged we have to have content. We have to break apart the podcasts that we do, the videos that we do, uh, you know, especially for us, it's all interview based and video. So we have to break that stuff up and post it on our Instagrams and post it on our TikToks and post it on all these different things so that we can create more of that, more of the audience engagement. So you post it on mostly social media, not so much on like a website. It's just kind of all these different platforms. Right. We're mostly, we're mostly on social media and, you know, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you download podcasts. Sure. Yeah. What um, is kind of your long-term plan or goal with this podcast? Is there, is there kind of one, cause I know you just kind of started it for fun and it was kind of just, you know, easy going, but I'm curious if you have any yeah. trajectories um, with it. You know, I don't know if you have read or uh, it, it, Russell Brunson's uh, trilogy yeah. of books, um, mm -hmm. Traffic Secrets and, and a couple of others. I forget the names off the top of my head. But one of the things that he impressed on my brother and me is it's all about the traffic you own. Right. Right. It's all about traffic you own. So social media is borrowed, so, borrowed, rented land, basically. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Social media is borrowed or rented land. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if you buy an email list, like you don't really own that. Right. But when people sign up to be on the podcast, they give me their name, they give me their email address. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think I ask for a phone number. Maybe I do. But but at least I have their email address and I know that they're interested in what I have to say because they signed right. up for my podcast. Yeah. So the more that I'm able to get these, these people in these, in these leads, the more I have a platform to sell them stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. So the so idea eventually you want to sell maybe a course or something. Maybe something. I'm actually still trying to figure out what it is that they want. I, I keep asking that. <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, right now it's, it's, it, I've only been, you know, six weeks that I've been yeah. doing this show. Um, <laughs> That's great that you're already thinking in that way though. I think that, you know, obviously with the other podcasts that helped and, you know, reading some of these business books helps, but mm -hmm. um, it's great to have that foresight. Yeah, I'm I'm still an entrepreneur at heart. I'm I'm a socialist capitalist, but you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, so content creation, um, using podcasting as a network tool. What about those kind of two tips is really important to you? Content creation 
I, you know what? I'm not going to talk too much about that because I'm still learning it. I'm, I'm like learning it from my brother who's been doing it really well for sure. a while. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's pretty cool to at least have him there and, and guiding yeah. me through it. It is a process, though. I, mean, I think that's it important is. just to note is that like all of this is kind of a learning process. And there is so many different areas of just starting a plain old podcast, mm-hmm. right, that you have to like really learn and spend time on and right. focus on. Yeah. And you know what? And on that point point you know it it really depends on what a person wants the podcast to be Uh, Mm -hmm. I feel like if we're starting a podcast it's because we want recognition so if we want recognition that we need to get out there and engage with our audience I was telling my brother the other day I'm like dude I'm I'm taking a step back from social from electronics in general right like I I have started going on disconnected walks uh, recently where oh, I just I leave amazing? my phone at home <laughs> yes. I don't listen to anything I'm alone with my thoughts for like yeah. an hour and it's yeah. it's beautiful the best feeling ever <laughs> it, it really is it's so good and he turns around and tells me really I'm digging in I'm like <laughs> getting deep into it and so you know after a little bit of conversation there over the past couple of days I've been re-engaging i've been spending Mm -hmm. more time in the community talking to people and you know all of a sudden i I have like way more notifications and more people are seeing it and i have more likes to the practicing polyamory page and you know i got over 100 youtube subscribers like i've been trying yeah congratulations Ah, now you get your own url when you have 100 subscribers on youtube yeah (laughs) exciting so i mean you know all of these things come about because I'm actually getting into the community and promoting myself. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's you know, a, a trick, if you will, is some of the most popular polyam influencers. Uh, I'm just going to name a few. Uh, Polyphilia blog is a great one. Uh, Avita Sawyer. Uh, what's her handle? It's like uh, La Vida Loca. She's mm-hmm. great. She's amazing. Or they're, they're great. They're amazing. And yeah, uh, there's a bunch of them, but, but they create so much content and they're always engaging with their audience and they're always out there talking and, you know, just, just doing more, creating that Mm -hmm. content. So it really is, you know, if you just want to do the podcast and record it and, you know, put it on iTunes and hope that that's everything you need to do. Well, I hope you got some money for marketing. Because like you're going to need to pay for for advertisements Mm -hmm. and otherwise, you know, the rest of these folks, they're creating their audience more organically. And, and, Mm -hmm. you know, I I think that that's really what I what I want to do also is just be be organic about it. You want to create a community. I mean, I think that's the goal of mine is just creating a community where you can have support and help. And I think that's so much so much even so so important in the polyamory community is just Mm -hmm. finding people that are like you and similar minded and feel supported, especially since it's not something that is um you know common in our world right now i I think it's becoming more common but i think that you know there's still people that don't accept it and so it's Mm -hmm. the community is so important yeah i read a statistic somewhere that like four to five percent of the population is involved in some kind of um consensual non-monogamy so yeah i think it's more (laughs) i I think i think four to five percent maybe some people that um are out or people that are talking about it but willing to admit it i feel like yeah exactly i feel like it's it's becoming so common so much more of a popular idea to explore even among 
um, younger folks. So mm-hmm. even among teenagers, it's becoming popular, popular ideas. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's just going to keep growing. But yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a different world. Yep. <laughs> Monogamy is, you know, relatively new idea in the realm of human existence anyway. Right. So sure. Yeah. Any other tips in terms of like starting kind of a business around podcasting um, that our listeners can benefit from? Uh, I think the the golden goose or the golden whatever uh, the, the golden goal, ticket the yeah. golden ticket that everybody <laughs> yeah. always wants is is sponsorships yeah um, and you know I think that that's that that's great I haven't gotten any sponsorships yet but in order to it get sponsorships time. it takes time it takes mm-hmm. an audience mm-hmm. right like if you don't have an audience who's going to pay you for talking about them right so it's all about these you know strategies to grow prior to just shooting for the stars and and getting the sponsorships the sponsorships can come uh later on down the line but you gotta have that audience first yeah and that's something that i talk about a lot is that you know for me it's more so about getting the audience in the community and i think i even mentioned you kind of that's your goal too in terms of you know building the community building the audience and then mm-hmm. you can figure out what do they want <laughs> you know yeah. what what can i offer them what will benefit them how will i serve them and so i think those are really important questions to ask yourself and continue asking yourself when you have a business and like a podcast yeah yeah definitely definitely and the community really is uh more important for me right now than monetizing it. I mean, when I upload the the podcast to Anchor, I throw a little ad in there. And every time somebody listens to the podcast, it gives me a penny. So nice. woohoo, that's, that's great. <laughs> you know, that's, that's monetizing. If I get to yeah, like a hundred thousand, yeah. If I get to like a <laughs> exactly. hundred thousand listeners, then, you know, I'm making some actual money, like, right. Sweet. But, yeah. um, <laughs> but, <laughs> But other than that, it really is about the community for me. When I started the podcast, you know, it was just kind of like, hey, I need to do a podcast. This is something that I need to do. Uh, but really quickly, it was like, whoa, I, I'm building community here. I, I'm, I've mm-hmm. got a bunch of people that are where all, we all have this in common. Uh, and while I did go to those groups and get a bunch of people to sign up early on, subsequent calls for people to sign up really didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I decided, okay, well, I'm going to take a little page out of my brother's book and start talking to professionals. So I went mm-hmm. to polyfriendly.org and yeah. there's all of these professionals yeah. that serve the polyamorous community. And I, I went that might through, be how you found me. <laughs> I believe it is how I found yeah. you. And I just went through and I clicked on every single email address that I could find on that website I ended up sending over 700 emails. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I had to copy and paste the message every time because it wasn't just like I could, you know, automate totally. it in any way. Yeah. Um, and what's what's funny and kind of crazy is I've got this big, large Mac screen, right? It's like a 27-inch Mac screen. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to keep clicking on email addresses. And I just see, you know, these, all of these windows just tiled, right? Just brrr, <laughs> yeah. a whole bunch of them open. <laughs> Welcome to my life. I feel like I have so many windows open at every single I had <laughs> so many that it almost froze my computer for the yeah. first, like, 40 maybe that I sent out. I literally, I had to type one letter at a time <laughs> and, like, wait 
three to four seconds before yeah. it would it, it was but i was like i have all of these open like i don't want to start over totally. so like i, I yeah. really like slowed down and sent them all out well and, and that's the community that you want to build too in yeah. terms of people who work with these this population and also maybe are that you know in the population themselves and so most of them are a, yep yeah most of so are. this has been really wonderful talking with you it's really good tips and tricks um anything else that you want to relate and also how do you how do people find you Sure, sure. Uh, the last thing, and, and I wanted to make this note because I mentioned it a couple of times, was the networking mm -hmm. tool. Yeah. Um, and this is what I consistently find, um, especially on the Business Bros podcast. If if uh, your podcast, if our podcast is interview based, people will give me thirty to forty five minutes of their time to mm -hmm. talk on a podcast. Yeah. But if I ask them for five minutes for a sales call, right? <laughs> forget about it. Yeah. Right. So using the podcast as a networking tool, mm -hmm. as a way to add value to somebody else's business uh, right. so that, you know, you can help them advertise or grow or whatever. Yeah. Excellent value add. Wonderful uh, networking tool. I love that. Um, so as far as finding me, you can find the podcast everywhere on social media at Practicing Polyay. Or if you want to be a guest, if you are polyamorous, if you are polycurious, if you are a professional serving the polyamorous community, we want to hear from you. We want to share everybody's stories. Uh, and you can go to practicingpolyamory.com and sign up. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, James, and uh, hope to talk to you again in the future. Oh, we will be talking uh, when you come on my show. Oh, that's right. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Practice Outside the Lines podcast. My name is Heather McPherson, certified sex therapist, consultant, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. Did you know that we have a free course on starting or growing your sexual health-focused business? Go to practiceoutsidethelines.com to get started. If you love this podcast, take the next vital step and rate and review it on iTunes or your favorite podcast player. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today.